0: Here you go. Do you want one? Yes, maybe. We're dabbing ourselves because uh-huh. it's so hot in here. Be careful of that paper towel. And doesn't, don't let it make all sorts of sounds against the... You got it.
1: It's soft I'm wrestling. I'm one of the great Foley artists of our time. <laughs> I mean, I bet this could sound like fire.
0: Mm-hmm. about Mr. Fitzgibbons has ripped his pants.
1: (laughs) His soggy pants. (laughs)
0: Jedediah Um. is a man who once was a boy and he wrote down all his feelings in a diary to enjoy. Now he's reading it again, reading it for you. Maybe you'll recognize yourself too. Jedi Diaries. The Jedi Diaries. That's the name of this podcast.
1: And now the song is through. Well, here we are. Mm. It's mid-June in 2018, but mm. in 1993, it's summer vacation. That's right. Proper summer vacation is truly begun. Mm. So I'm sorry. <laughs> Oh, if we sound like tired lizards today in this episode, it's because it's very hot. It is. Yeah, we're dabbing ourselves with uh, paper towels mm-hmm. because we're just a couple of sweat factories up here. Yeah. Anyway, my point is, mm-hmm. <laughs> if we're very hot now,
0: yeah, how on earth are we
1: gonna? Yeah, how are we gonna make it through the summer? It's June. It's not even July. Oh yeah, July's gonna be. It's brewing. not even August. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to week. 25 of the Jedi Diaries. I'm your host, Jedediah Baker. I'm Tori Puckett. That <laughs> felt a little strained. Are you okay?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, struggling. Just really hot. Do you want to
1: try, try it again?
0: I'm Tori Puckett.
1: Sort of hit the T there. I said it with force. Yeah. You sounded mad, though. Mm. I'm well, a, little, I am well, a little
0: mad. One more time. I'm Tori Puckett. <laughs> <laughs> Let me try i'm tory (laughs) Puckett. i prefer that
1: yeah we can just dub me in for you yeah (laughs) (sighs) maybe we could use that i liked i don't know should we not talk about how hot it is should we just get we can't just get right into it we need to talk about something i'm getting now i'm angry yeah. Now I'm getting angry. Yeah. The heat's making us angry. I know. Is this a thing that happens? There's like more murders
0: in the summer, right? Because yeah. everyone's in a bad fucking mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> the most uncomfortable I ever was in terms of the temperature when I was in uh, Qatar? Qatar. Mm-hmm. When I was in Qatar. Um, no, say Qatar. People call it Qatar. No. When I was in Qatar. Where? What region is it in? Just say that region. When I was in the Middle East. When I was on the Persian Gulf. That's good. <laughs> It was probably 110 degrees. Yikes! It was insufferably humid. It was so hot outside that like I would run from a car to the building, just screaming, basically because <laughs> I, could, I couldn't take it. And I saw. Well, that almost seems like a health like that. Could, you could get killed? You could you, very if yeah. you were like not. Yeah, it, that's it, different. It's like getting dangerous. Oh, it's God. the dangerous kind of heat. But I would see these grounds people dressed in you know these in like coveralls. And working outside all day. I mean, you acclimate to a certain extent, but I just couldn't envision a scenario in which I ever became comfortable with that yeah. kind of heat. Well, they probably came from there, right? Yeah, but I we think, come, I we think come think from that... Vermont and when it's very cold outside, when it's in the teens, I yeah. i don't want to be outside, oh. you know? <laughs> yeah, I'd much rather be cold. I like it when it's cold because mm. you can always put on another layer. That's true
1: the problem with being hot is that once you're naked... There's not much more you can that's do. That's as far as you can go, mm-hmm. you know? There's only... Yeah, you can't keep taking off clothes <laughs> right. once you're naked. That's true. Just a bit of the wit and wisdom you'll hear here on the Jetta Diaries. The podcast. <laughs> Just as it's uh, a very hot summer here in Brooklyn in 2018, mm-hmm. 25 years ago it was summer in vermont in 1993 summer vacation has just begun mm. let's see how we're spending it june 19th i went to burlington i bought a foxtrot book some gack and a robot arm <laughs> i want an iguana <laughs> david copperfield is awesome <laughs> i don't
0: know <laughs> He is my idol.
1: R and S was new.
0: A lot of stuff that pegs you to that specific moment in time. <laughs> That's true.
1: This is both a pretty, um, a pretty twelve-year-old day, and yeah. also a pretty nineteen-nineties day. Mm-hmm. Um, the Gak yeah. really gives it away, and also I think this is maybe
0: the height of David Copperfield's popularity. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had his yearly special. He kept topping himself. <laughs> he made the Statue of Liberty disappear. I saw him live in Burlington. Oh, did you? Yeah, not not this day, but did he blow you away? Yeah, he he flew. Oh yeah, he, flew, <laughs> he, he had the trick about. for a while he left to fly, <laughs> and he had the thing where they <laughs> proved that he wasn't using wires. Yeah, how did he do it? I don't know. He did. did. He actually flew.
1: So big trip to Burlington, the the metropolis of Vermont. Yeah, buying a Fox book, which was my favorite newspaper comic mm-hmm. at the time. The GAC GAC, which yeah. is a sort of slime mm-hmm. manufactured by Nickelodeon. Yeah. And a robot arm, which I remember quite well. I remember it that was, well, too. Yeah, just kind of you stuck your hand in it, and you could sort of like pull these little triggers that would move its its fingers about. Fingers, yeah.
0: yeah. I had one, too. I was inspired to buy one because of yours. Oh. It was just like a gripper. It's like yeah, just I mean. like a little robot gripper. Yeah. It was like your own hand, but much worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, you, know,
1: but, you know, here's a passionate exclamation
0: yeah. that I have an idol.
1: Yeah. That's something we haven't seen much of in the diary. Mm-hmm. There hasn't been a lot of passion. There hasn't been a lot of, like, explicit, aside from computer games and mm-hmm. Bodhi, mm-hmm. there hasn't been a lot of explicit, like, descriptions
0: of interests or hobbies, I, really. I wonder why on this specific day you bring up David He may have been
1: on TV yeah. that day, I can imagine. Yeah. That makes sense. I mean, you said he had yearly specials.
0: Perhaps they, they were on around June. Maybe. I remember everything came to a standstill when David Copperfield had his television special. <laughs> that was really something I know. It is funny, the conception we have when you're young about the things for which everything comes to a standstill. Because in my mind, David Copperfield was like an event. Every year when he came on, that was an event that everybody stopped doing whatever they were doing for, which is probably not true.
1: <laughs> yes. I mean, certainly a subset of people were doing that. <laughs> Yeah. You and me. Right. I'm sure there was a, a large amount of the population who couldn't care less. <laughs> But to us, it was the whole world. Yeah. He was my idol. My capital I, capital D, capital O, capital O idol. He was. June 20th. I am at Circus Smirkus Camp. Yay. Vinny and Phil are, are in my room. Jade is my counselor. He is cool. I had fun by. <laughs> And right before I had fun by, I have crossed I've written and then crossed out I have to go. Um, maybe like like be a little cool for my diary, because I brought the diary to Circus Smirkus camp. Yeah. I cannot believe <laughs> that I brought my diary to this week long camp with mm-hmm.
0: strangers. You had a I mean you had a writing habit at this <sighs> point. That's
1: I know. That's just so foolhardy. Yeah. I mean I must have not been too worried about what people would think of me writing in a tiny diary mm-hmm. or maybe I was just very secretive with it yeah. like more than I remember. Yeah. I am at Circus Smirkus camp. Mm-hmm. What you may be wondering is a
0: Circus Smirkus. <laughs> uh, yeah. Great question. Tori, what is Circus Smirkus? What's Circus Smirkus, Tori? I mean it's a circus. It's a circus. And That's I remember all. going every summer <laughs> yeah. to to watch like a big event.
1: Yeah. So Circus Mercus was a traveling circus. We would, you know, they, they would put on shows. Mm-hmm. Imagine all over Vermont. So mm-hmm. they, they'd come to Morrisville. They ran a camp, it looks like, each summer. Where was it? Actually? I don't know.
0: You don't know what no, town it was in? No. Was it close to home? Do I you don't remember? know. Really?
1: I don't know. This is going to be an interesting week in the diary because you weren't there.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and
1: I, I, the only things I can remember about this mm. are... I think I might have one or two memories from the event, mm-hmm. from the actual camp, but mm-hmm. I also... The bulk of what I remember from Circus Smircus Camp are the memories I have of watching the tape of the final performance at Circus Smircus Camp. Yeah. So I can tell you what happened on the last day, yeah. but only because I watched the tape afterwards <laughs> yeah. of myself doing things,
0: <laughs> which I'll talk about when we get to it. What about the circus appealed to you? Was it the magic aspect? Is there magic in the circus? Are those... Like why did you want to go to Circus Mercus camp?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think it was I mean, I imagine the performative aspect. Yeah. I think clowning was probably something I really liked. Mm-hmm. I don't think I was super interested in like trapeze. Oh, well, I don't know. I mean, why is anyone interested in the circus? It's yeah. exciting, there's performance, um, there's animal there weren't animals in circus Mercus. It mm-hmm. was a human based mm-hmm. circus. Yeah. Right? Entire- it was
0: entirely? I think so. Yeah. I don't remember animals.
1: To be honest, this feels A little out of character Mm -hmm. for what we know of me from 25 years ago. You know, we do know I did like performing magic. That's true. You know, I liked being in plays. Mm -hmm. So there was something performative about that. Mm -hmm. I wish that I could remember anything about what we did there. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't really. What about magic appealed to you? My God, that it was just magic. It was, you know, it was exciting it mm-hmm. was mysterious there were secrets yeah. i think part of me at that point still thought it was real yeah to be totally honest
0: mm-hmm. and i wanted a piece of that yeah <laughs> did it scratch an itch that like theater would later scratch? like that, <laughs> yeah. that was replaced i think th- so pretty soon after this you would as far as i know sort of give up on magic or just lose interest
1: yeah because magic might have been an attempt to like There might have been something in magic that I thought I liked that I ended up finding in theater Mm -hmm. because magic doesn't really, I mean, magic has a very thin narrative. You Mm -hmm. have to sort of tell a story to do, do a compelling trick. Mm -hmm. But I mean, now as an adult, I I love story and I love narrative Mm -hmm. and, and theater is a way of combining performance and narrative. Yeah. Um, that just goes beyond what you can what you can do in magic. yeah, um, that's true. you know, and acting is a kind of magic. it is <laughs> <laughs> embodying another character. You, mm-hmm. know? you watch an actor get into character, and it is like they do a transformation right in front of you. Mm-hmm. yeah, I, I, so I think probably it stemmed that my desire to go to circus Mercus camp may have stemmed from from magic because yeah. the circus is kind of magic, yeah. And it may have just been like, hey, this is this is something new. Yeah. Something exciting. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll learn a skill. I'll mm-hmm. learn how to juggle. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you remember about, did I ever talk to you about Vinnie and Phil and, and Jade? Mm-hmm.
0: I don't know. Well, Jade, I don't know. But I remember okay. Vinny and Phil. I remember Matt and I joking that they were the <laughs> that they were the equivalent of us.
1: <laughs> I met my away, Matt and Tori, my very first day your there. Your first day. They right? Were, they right, were, in they I, right in my own room. I didn't have to go far at all. No. <laughs>
0: they were foisted upon you. <laughs>
1: June 21st. Mm-hmm. I had fun today. <laughs> I sort of want to go home. Yesterday was Father's Day. I am hot. Four more full days. Ah! <laughs> food here sucks. <laughs> I miss Bodhi. No.
0: <laughs> of all the things to miss,
1: <laughs> of all the things! <laughs> Every every feature of my daily life, the entire list of things or people I see every day. Not my mom, not my dad, not my friends. It's Bodhi. Bodhi. Yeah. corazón. Yesterday was Father's Day. Talking about what what the day before was. Yeah. I had fun. I had fun today. No details. You miss home. Kind of want to go home. You know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This all sounds sounds normal. Mm -hmm. June twenty second. We told lots of bad jokes. Mm. I want to be a clown in the circus. I am hot. <laughs> Jade is a cool counselor. Yeah, I like him. Mm-hmm. Three more full days. <laughs> <laughs> Counting down. Two days at Circus Mercus Camp and I want to be a clown in mm-hmm. the circus. Yeah. So that's, you know, that is, that is enlightening. Kind of why was I there? I mean, clearly I felt attracted. Something about clowning mm-hmm. was appealing to me. Yeah. Do you remember me doing much clowning? I don't. Yeah, I don't like clowns today. Yeah. (laughs) This makes me think, like... Well, because we were also telling a lot of bad jokes uh, today, which I probably loved. Yeah. So something about making people laugh Mm -hmm. was very important to me at that that age. Yeah. Being a clown in the circus, telling a lot of bad jokes, Mm -hmm. um, you know, but, like, also... You know, doing magic or being an actor, all those things, not necessarily about making people laugh, but it's about entertaining people. It's not only about what I get from doing this thing, the feeling that I get. Like, you do magic, you clown, Mm -hmm. you act in a play Mm -hmm. for an audience. Mm -hmm. So, obviously, there's always been a part of me, there's still a part of me today that wants to perform.
0: Yeah, you are very good on stage, but you're also a very active audience member mm. like whether you're the in the audience or on stage i feel like you're part of the same sort of relationship when, in a way that i never ex- feel i just don't feel present in that same way whenever i go to see someone in a play they always tell me afterwards that they could hear my my laughter yeah I have a
1: very resounding laugh and i'm very vocal like i will right. show i like to like show my appreciation mm-hmm. and i'm not performing laughter mm-hmm. i just am not in even a little bit stifling it or holding yeah. it in yeah because i don't see the point
0: because yeah. i also know what it's like to be on stage and, and have, have doing that it for a silent audience yeah it's like very uncomfortable for me i get a deeper connection or a more meaningful connection when i'm reading a book i feel like connected to the author in a way that i couldn't if we met in life oh, or interesting you know if we were to have a conversation magic clowning
1: theater Mm -hmm. they're all also modes of entertainment that are live like they are all about the interaction between audience and performer Mm -hmm. and there is something that i've always really liked about Mm -hmm. that yeah something you can't get when you watch tv or a movie right there's like an electricity that that passes between the two of you but i think the frustrating thing that's always been true about this as well is that i love performing Mm -hmm. i love being in plays Mm -hmm and they're wonderful while you're doing them and then when you're done they're gone. Yeah. They don't exist beyond mm-hmm. the performance. Mm-hmm. And that's always made me a little sad because it's a it's like the art that I kind of chose to do in my my youth and my young adulthood. Yeah, it's transitory. Um, yeah, like if you if you're a painter or a sculptor right. or or you know an author, the things that you do have they persist yeah. beyond this initial happening but i think maybe that's what's so special yeah. about theater is mm-hmm. that it is it happens and it's over. right. you know, there's no way to hold on to it. Mm-hmm. and it then does become about the experience. you know, and each performance is different and then you pack it away forever mm-hmm. and it only exists in your memories. right.
0: if you weren't present at its creation then then you'll never see it. yeah. You know, i mean and that's that's beautiful and that's, <laughs> and that's tragic.
1: <laughs> yeah. just like a clown.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. june 23rd Leo is sleeping in our room. Mm-hmm. I used all of my film. I have one roll left. <laughs> Jade always leaves us at night. Huh. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not tired. Jade, there's, I mean, Jade. Jade is leaving us to go have sex with another counselor. <laughs> yeah. Beyond the shadow of a doubt, right? Um, and I think I probably kind of guessed at that be, yeah. with this "hmm" mm-hmm. in the yeah. diary. I yeah, sort suggesting. of like, yeah, I've got, I've got some idea of where he's going. Yeah, I'd like to imagine. I hope so. I wasn't totally innocent.
0: Yeah. Who the hell is Leo? Yeah, why is he in your room? <laughs> Leo, get out of here! Mm-hmm. Well, Jade wasn't um, there at the a police. Who was yeah, coming in? Yeah, that's true. Out. I
1: wonder. I wonder why. I wonder why Leo. Leo's had this one night in our room. God, this kind of chaos. <laughs> It is a I circus. I know. Well, it is a circus. When, when the cat's away. Yeah. When the jade's away, <laughs> the Leo will play. June 24th. It was still light out at 8 30 p.m. <laughs> wow. I am doing clowning in the circus. You get your wish. Johan. J O H A H N. Mm. And then I've put a question mark in parentheses. Mm. So I probably Johan. Yeah. And me have an act. My clown name is Dr. Doofus. (laughs) (laughs) Quick side note, in the middle of the century, I have written, I am hot and crossed it out.
0: Dr. Doofus. Dr. Doofus.
1: So I do remember Dr. Doofus. Uh And I remember Johan. But I think what I remember is the videotape of Dr. Doofus and Johan's character performing at the final day of Circus Mercus
0: Camp. Johan was also a clown?
1: Johan was also a clown.
0: Did you come up with Doctor Doofus? I did.
1: Yeah, it's pretty good. I can I can tell you about our our clown act. Yeah, do you want like, to hear about it. I do. So, I believe Johan's character was someone called the Gambler. <laughs> yeah. Our our entire act consisted of Doctor Doofus. I think I was just maybe a doctor with a clown nose. Mm-hmm. I had kind of a rough voice like this. Yeah. I approached the Gambler, and I said. I've got this super poisonous concoction that I need to test. Mm -hmm. Will you test it? Will you be my test subject? And he said, basically the gag was that we went back and forth and I ended up getting him to pay me to test this concoction, which he (laughs) then died from. Okay, That's it. It didn't really make any sense because his whole (laughs) thing was that he was supposed to be good at like deals or whatever. That's a terrible deal. Terrible deal. I guess that was. I guess that was the comedy in it. You
0: presented it as this is. I guess I did.
1: I did state out loud to the audience that it was poison, mm-hmm. and I needed someone to mm-hmm. test it on. Okay. So I guess I suppose this clown was a psychopath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we you know, we approached each other. I said, "You sir, do you want to drink this poison?" And mm-hmm. he was like, "I'll drink that poison for fifty dollars." Mm-hmm. And he said. I I remember him, and then like turning away from him, and like rubbing my hands together, like I was about to get away with something. Yeah. Whatever happened, it quickly became me getting away with murder with this, with <laughs> this man. Yeah. yeah. And then, quite yeah. literally, he he basically in the end he paid me to drink it, <laughs> and you know died comically. Yeah. And that was the end of our act. Yeah. It's not very good. No. That wasn't the only clown I played. Oh really? There was more. I believe Dr. Doofus was like this character I cr- created, but I couldn't—I couldn't resist mm-hmm. performing another different clown. Mm-hmm. Baby giggles, who <laughs> <laughs> so you can imagine was simply just skimpy with a clown nose. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So I had a bonnet on yeah. and like a jumpsuit. It's like a onesie and literally <laughs> crawled out onto stage yeah. talking in a baby voice. Yeah. There was another clown there who was also a baby. Uh-huh. And like I probably called him a, a,
0: a silly head or yeah. something. One of us ended up with a plunger on our face. I picture the audience like with their program looking through like... <laughs> Like, holy shit, the guy that's playing Baby Giggles is also the guy that played... I
1: thought you meant, like, going through the program, like, being like, what the f- <laughs> fuck? No. Is, do you see this in the program? What is this? Which act is this? Which clowns are these? I don't see this anywhere. <laughs> no. Just you being... That being... Just
0: couldn't believe it. Blown away. <laughs> by the job you were doing.
1: I feel like there may have been a third clown I played. I think that I was, like, being greedy. Uh-huh. I do remember also on the videotape, mm-hmm. um, you know, my dad is there watching. Mm-hmm. And there's one point where me and I probably Vinny or Phil, we have those like, you know, remember those frisbees that were rings? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we had like three of those or Mm -hmm. two of them maybe. Mm -hmm. And we had like kind of our arms hooked together and we were throwing them, but like one of us would throw it in the air and the other one would catch it. On the tape, you can hear my dad saying, he's juggling, he's juggling, look, look, he's juggling. (laughs) Like, I'm not juggling. (laughs) me and Vinny or Phil are just throwing these things in the air one at a time uh-huh. and then catching them and then sending it back. Yeah. Like your dad
0: was so supportive. He was, yeah, he was, was, very, he was seeing very things that, that weren't there. Yeah.
1: There is one other memory that I have that I believe is from Circus Smirkus camp. Oh, let's, let's hear it. Yeah. Basically a man guided us through, what was a you know, effectively now I can recognize it as, as a guided meditation. Oh. But at the time, it was kind of presented as something different. Like, we all lay down on the floor wherever we were and closed our eyes. And he said, I'm going to make you all fly, basically. Mm-hmm. So we closed our eyes and he just kind of described a very nice, you know, Guided meditation where Mm -hmm. our bodies lifted off the floor and we sort of flew over the mountains, Mm -hmm. you know, like something very nice. Yeah. Relaxing kind of a practice in visualization. Mm -hmm. And I remember laying on the floor and preparing my body to actually lift off. Yeah. And being deeply disappointed. <laughs> I was gonna say that, Throughout uh, the entire thing. I can imagine. As that a... I was not f- actually flying. Yeah
0: well you David Copperfield had just <laughs> proven that it's possible. Yeah right. And you were expecting.
1: And a man said he was gonna make me fly. And yeah. I was like here we go. Yeah. This is why I came to camp. I really remember laying on my back. I remember feeling the floor and my hands and like making fists and just yeah. like waiting the entire time for my body to raise. Mm-hmm. And being totally distracted Mm -hmm. while he was running us through this wonderful imagination Mm -hmm. event, Mm -hmm. but just kind of getting more and more frustrated (laughs) that I was (laughs) laying on the floor and I wasn't hovering and I wasn't shooting out the door and like flying over the green mountains. And I remember afterwards Mm -hmm. getting up when it was over, Mm -hmm. going straight to this man (laughs) and like pulling on his pant leg or like (laughs) tapping him in the arm and saying, I didn't fly. (laughs) I
0: love that. He's so like chuffed with himself, like a job well done. Well, and
1: I remember him just like roundly ignoring me.
0: (laughs) I love that.
1: (laughs) Which rightfully so. Like, who's this kid?
0: If you're going to present it (laughs) to a room full of... 11 and 12 year olds, you know. Well, wow, but that, I
1: think at that point you should know you're not really going to fly. I
0: know, but you, you know, like there's still some, there's still the hope, maybe. There's yeah. Still, yeah. Like you said, maybe you still thought magic was real.
1: Yeah. I mean, I did. I, I clearly did. You know, perhaps this was the death of that <laughs> perhaps this was the week where my love... like, childlike belief in magic was crushed for good
0: were you approaching him like you asshole like yeah. you lied oh yes. I don't know if you are like yeah. no, I, I, well, I don't know if I did it wrong because well, I well no it, actually... was, it was
1: more like I just wanted him to I wanted to let you know <laughs> yeah, the... that I didn't actually fly just now <laughs> like you said I would uh, just, yeah. just to be sure maybe partially it was like like what you know yeah. what, what happened what gives maybe I'd hope that he'd like kneel down to me and like you didn't <laughs> come come with me. Uh, yeah. Let me go to the roof. <laughs> he says close your eyes. You're special. You're yeah, I was waiting for a child to come up to yeah. me and say I didn't actually fly. It was a test. Now you fly. <laughs> and then he just hucks me off the roof. <laughs> I mean, I want to fly. Do you want to fly? I've always wanted to fly. Yeah, you know when course. like people, when there's that like The question, what would you rather have? The power of invisibility or the power of flight? Oh yeah, it's not a question. Flight, Yeah. right? I don't know why you would choose invisibility. Mm -hmm. I think invisibility is the the superpower choice of perverts. But flying, I Mm -hmm. mean, we all have, maybe we don't. I know that I have flying dreams, Mm -hmm. and they're the best dreams that I have. Mm -hmm. And it's always an incredible disappointment to To wake wake up. up. June 25th, last night at Circus Smirkus Camp. Oh, I am not tired. Mm-hmm. I figured out the green glass doors riddle. <laughs> it is awesome. <laughs> I like it here. Oh. Love it. I think camp was a really good experience for me. Yeah. I think it was nice to get away from everything. I think it was good for me to make new friends. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I learned some new skills. Mm-hmm. I got to clown. I got to juggle. Yeah. I got to become friends with F- Phil and Vinny. Mm-hmm. I got to kind of see a cool role model in Jade. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to fly, but that's okay. Yeah. So that's the week before we go this week. I mm-hmm. think you may be wondering what what are the green glass doors? Mm-hmm. And I remember this mm-hmm. very clearly. Yeah. So it goes something like this. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the land of the green glass doors. Mm-hmm. This is a land where there are apples. But no bananas. This is a land where there are trees. But no leaves. A land with a moon. Mm -hmm. But no sun. What is this place? (laughs) So, and it's like you you tell somebody, here's the things that can be in the land of the green glass doors, and here's the things that can't. Yeah. Figure it out, dummy.
0: Yeah. Can you figure it out, Tori? You already know what it is. I know what it is. You told me immediately (laughs) after
1: Circus Merck's camp. Yeah. Tell me. Thank, thank God. Thank God. I'm com- coming back from camp, and now you can weigh in again on the events of the diary. <laughs> yeah. That was very. That was a very hard week for me to get to get through get without through. without
0: <laughs> your presence. I mean. Tell me about that. I mean, you came back and
1: full of stories.
0: Yeah. All telling stories, you all about Phil Vidian, and Vinny, Vinny and Phil. Yeah. Doctor Doofus. You presented me and Matt the riddle of the green glass doors. I don't remember if we solved it on our own, but yeah. uh, it was a classic. Like. We were looking in all the wrong places. Yeah. You know, like we were trying to figure out, for example, like what does a moon have that a sun doesn't? Yeah. Did
1: I say to you guys, so Matt and Tori, in the land of the green glass doors, you, Tori and you, Matt, you could go there. Yes. I can't go there.
0: I do. I remember that specifically. Yeah. And of course, we were wondering what we possessed, what we had. Eventually, it maybe just couldn't contain it. Yeah. we, We blurted it out. We figured it out. Or you told us what it was. So, listeners,
1: we'll leave you... This week with a riddle. Mm -hmm. Speaking of, in the land of the green glass doors, there are riddles, but there are no jokes. (laughs) There's juggling, but there are no clowns. Mm -hmm.
0: Don't Google it or Bing it. There's Google, (laughs) but there's no Bing. (laughs) It's it's true.
1: (laughs) If you've already figured it out and you know what can and can't be there, Call the tip line at 1-802-851-9578. Leave a message um, giving us just a, a couple, an example of a few things that can and cannot be in uh, the land of the green glass doors. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> <laughs> From the land of the green glass doors. Nope, the Jed Diaries isn't allowed there. That's true.
0: Jeddah Diaries, Jeddah Diaries, that's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through.